0: Say Combine Harvester in an Australian accent. Combine Harvester! <laughs> there you see,
1: you can't do it. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the G.E.E. E. E. podcast. This is episode 40. You missed, you missed a K.
0: Did I the K? It's the G. E. 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 Podcast. Did I say that? Yeah, you didn't say the K. Right, hang on a minute. I can, okay, I can put that sound effect in in post if you want.
1: No, let's just okay. cut out that whole beginning part. Right, start again. <laughs>
0: Say combine harvester in an Australian accent. Combine harvester. <laughs> there you can see, you can't do it. G dot E dot E dot
1: dot E dot E dot dot E dot E dot dot E dot E dot Hello and welcome yeah. to the week's edition of the g D- e e k dot E dot K podcast. Yeah.
0: This is episode With extra K.
1: Forty. 40 yeah.
0: weeks old we are now today. And I'm going to call it Special K. In,
1: in, uh, <laughs> for more than one reason, <laughs> and I love it. Um, but yeah, so in dog years, we'd be like dead old now. No, we'd be dead, I think.
0: Is it triple or something, or quadruple? Dog. Don't know. Dogs. I don't know dogs. I we should ask Claire. Claire knows dogs.
1: I think that might not be a bad job. Yeah, but... Although I don't really think people actually
0: care. No, I, I don't. I'll be quite honest. I'm Dan, and he's Reg. I am Reg. And Steve and is not here.
1: Steve is not with us, yeah. unfortunately. I yeah. think we
0: could save on every single podcast around about 8 to 10 seconds of the show um, by just not even mentioning when he's not here. Saying when he is here.
1: You know what? That would actually probably be a better idea. Yeah,
0: because then we could cram in an extra eight to ten seconds of uh, amazing news and exciting stuff that's remotely funny.
1: Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah unless you've got a,
0: a hilarious reason why Steve isn't here. I think we'd probably best just editing that bit out. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> no, the thing is, I've I've ran out of of Steve jokes. I didn't think Jeez. it would be possible. 40
0: episodes in and it finally happened. <laughs> it finally happened.
1: Well, because I, I haven't seen him for a while. I, I can't quite figure out if it's the fact that because he might be supporting Movember like myself. Do you reckon? that Basically what's happened is he went past the uh, playground and the police just grabbed yeah. him thinking he looks a little bit suspicious.
0: Maybe. But I've, I've seen him with a tash. It, it does look a little bit better than yours. I'm sorry to Ouch. say, Reg. <laughs> uh, we, do <laughs> to cool we do need to address this. We do need to address this. So, yeah, over <coughs> in the
1: UK, we do this thing called Movember. It, it's everywhere now. It. Is yeah, it a worldwide everywhere, thing? Everywhere. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so I'm supporting Movember. Um, I really can't grow facial hair. No matter how hard I usually try, fails miserably. Um, so we were sitting at work, everyone was taking the piss out of me, and then I basically got bullied into doing Movember. Um, so I do have a... And most space and most space um, I will post it up on our, our twitter account which is um, oh yeah com slash g e e k
0: yeah you remember the k well then
1: i did and yeah. it 's obviously not dots it 's e d t
0: and it'll be on facebook as well because everything on twitter goes on facebook which happens to be facebook dot com for g dot e dot e dot k and, and you know what you, you should, do you know um, what you should do. Yeah, because I, it's a bit late now, but what you should have done was taking a photo every day in the same position, and I could have done a little. Um, you know, uh, a time-lapse thing for it, and that could have been a video to go onto the YouTube account, <laughs> which is youtube.com forward slash <laughs> g.e.e.k. That would have
1: been such a boring video because you've <laughs> seen it's, how long it has exactly It gets, it gets exactly to that amazing. point, and it just stops. <laughs> <laughs> <That'll be laughs> it would be ridiculous. like th- three
0: or four photos of a oh, little bit, a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit, there it is, <laughs> and then it would just be like same, same, same. Different shirt, different shirt. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's quite... It, I wouldn't say it's a feeble effort because I've tried so hard, <laughs> but my facial hair just won't grow, and I think it's unfair. I'm sure I feel like talk. a 14-year-old boy. I'm the same. I'm exactly so the same. It's, it's quite harsh, and mm. I don't like it. Yeah,
0: Steve seems to be all right. Every now and again, he's done like a full beard. Not quite a big, bushy beard, but like a proper, you know... Like a Brian I Blessed could've. beard. Not, oh. Do you know what? I think if he grew a Brian Blessed beard, I think you'd be a lot nicer to him.
1: Only if he has his voice, because Steve's got a vague, oh like them, sort of voice. Wow. So you couldn't imagine like a very bushy beard with the campus <laughs> voice. Oh, dear. I'm watching Glee! It's wonderful oh to oh buy oh a oh MacBook! Because oh <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's all he ever asks. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. So I think we've sealed the deal there, completely.
0: Okay, who had the best Brian Blessed impression there?
1: Me. <laughs> Well, we all know how amazing my impressions are.
0: True. Are say amazing Combine amazing. Harvester in an Australian accent. <laughs> do it.
1: Combine <laughs> harvester. There you can see. Well, what is see? That? <laughs> you
0: can't you can't do it. You cannot do it. Try it at home, kids. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's just awful, but I got like impressions anyway. Yeah. Um, but you know who is dead good at doing impressions? But <laughs> don't know. Stephen Lynch. I went to see Stephen Lynch. On um, Saturday evening in Liverpool, okay, and, uh, it was great. He loved doing his Mike Tyson impression.
0: Who's Stephen Lynch?
1: Stephen Lynch is a singer-songer, singer-songer. He's a stand-up comedian that writes songs and okay. um, performs them. He also w- got a Tony nominee award for doing the uh, Wedding Singer Broadway show. All oh, right, yeah. I so did not
0: know that. He did I that. Really did um, know. I really didn't. Didn't even know there was a Wedding Singer um, Broadway show. Yeah, Fair enough. went
1: on for quite a while. All right. um, but he is absolutely hilarious. He can be quite dark Um very, very twisted. Like, if you know him, Um okay. likes of For All The Ladies, if you don't know him, please don't go and listen to that as <laughs> your first Stephen Leach song, because it's just it's really dark. Um, so I was a little bit unsure about taking the missus, because um, obviously my sense of humour is a lot darker than hers, um, so I was a bit unsure how, how she would take it. Turns out he didn't play anything really that offensive. Oh. He just played really funny, fantastic songs. Um, oh, it was a dead weird intro though, because um, we literally walked in. Now, with it being a like a sort of stand-up comedy sort of night, like I expected the first act to be comedy. Okay. Um, yeah. It wasn't. It was a burlesque dance um, by Regina Darling, which is you know Kate Middleton, the the okay. lady of the year, <laughs> the lady of the year, lady of the manor. Okay. Is it the Princess of Cambridge? or Something. Or something like She's that. She's a princess of something. Yeah. Um, well, it's her, her cousin done a burlesque dance um, for us, and it went on for about 10 minutes. Ash was giving me daggers throughout it. because like, <laughs> you were watching. And I was like, I'm sorry. She's like, what have you brought me to? And I, was like, I thought it was Stephen Lynch. I, I genuinely don't know. And there's like 10 of us, and everyone's just staring at me, knowing that Ash is giving me daggers. And I was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> Oh, this isn't good. Um, but turns out that was quite entertaining. Um, afterwards, as well, she was hanging around and uh, Ash went up to him and was like, can I just say you've got a wonderful arse? And uh, <laughs> Katrina Dahlem was like, Asht- Ash like did, this. yeah. And yeah. <laughs> uh, Katrina was like, really? Oh, thanks very much. That means quite a lot. Here, have a signed photo. What's your name? And Ash was like, <laughs> I don't know if I want one of these. Uh, Ashley, so I've got in my room um, this signed photo of Katrina Darling for, for Ash. Brilliant. Um, which is great, but I'm not allowed to look at it, apparently. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, so that's just a bit weird. Um, but after that, he had basically his his mini crew with him now that he has. There's a couple of guys and, um, and a female vocalist now, uh, which appeared on the last album, which was Lion, um, Courtney J. Um, she's like a country singer, okay. um, but she obviously does some comedy now as well. And the duets were perfect. Uh, It was just such a funny night. It was unbelievable. He came on and um, he basically apologized because he had jet lag. Now, usually jet lag. I thought, oh, this is going to be really boring. He's going to be dead lethargic and he's not going to really want to do much. Mm. Apparently jet lag makes him even crazier than normal. (laughs) Wow. Um, He came out basically all in Union Jack. Just literally anything you could think of, possibly you could wear, that's Union Jack associated. He had it all on. Uh, he came out <laughs> doing Cockney impressions, realised he was in the wrong place, and then went,
0: "Oh, are you? Uh, oh, Cockney Reg, impressions."
1: Here's a uh, he's a song that I I wrote, and uh, it goes like this. That's Bromie, Red doing "Imagine" all the people. I see, I can't do
0: impressions. No.
1: Um, but yeah, then he started doing "Imagine" by John Lennon, uh, but changing a few of the words around just so it looked like it was him that created it dead funny. Um, and then he'd done the usual sort of every other joke. It was a Beatles joke for the first five minutes. Okay, and yeah. then went, right, okay, now I've run out of Liverpool sort of jokes. Um, Let's get on some comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and then just went off. Um, he chatted so much that he missed the blinking lights for the intermission. Um, right. So there was no intermission halfway through. He just continued going for it. Um, That's a good thing. And he was just, he played for about two hours. Maybe just over two hours. Um, and he was just Superb, I mean, uh, predominantly sort of mainly all the new stuff, uh, but obviously he knows where his, where his bread is buttered and he played quite a few of like the old, not the the mainstream stuff that I really want him to play. But I don't think mainstream quite, actually, is the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the well, I suppose <laughs> no, I suppose not. He, he didn't play the songs that, that people really want him to play, so he didn't do like the so Special Olympics. He didn't play. He didn't play talk to me. Um, he did. Well, he played special what's, Ed which What's, is Ace. He what's didn't talk to me about edge? which is what sorry. talk to me about talk to me is about without ruining the song although i'm going to have to now it's about um, him being downstairs and his dad catching him masturbate
0: for the first time that's essentially at the age of 30 that sums up his his music his musical styling it's comedy. <laughs> yeah, in certain ways. And did. you can imagine Special Olympics <laughs> goes a little bit offensive.
1: Special Olympics is probably one of my favourites, um, but he also sung Special Ed as well, um, or a little bit special, which is great about his best mate uh, when he was a kid who was a little bit mentally not all there. Right. Uh, and his mate ends up making him, when he like hits him around the head with a, a big plank thing, <laughs> makes him not that special, that, <laughs> that clever either. Um, but everyone realised that when he goes, Special Ed... It sounds just like special Reg. So the whole entire back row of this theatre was going special Reg and singing the song, but to me and laughing at me and then calling me special, which was like, ah, oh, that's, that's really. Yeah. Did you know the entire back row? Yeah, we do. It was like all our, all our <laughs> lot. Um, but yeah, it was, it was quite bad. Um, and it turns out though, the, usually obviously you have the people that try and throw in the insults and stuff to him and try and get him to bite back. Yeah. Um, Turns out his one thing is asking him to do the bowling song. He's got a bowling song, which apparently he's not a massive fan of. Right. And uh, yeah, if you request it, he goes mental. Uh, this guy kept requesting it, and he was like, "You want the bowling song? Huh? Huh? You want the bowling song?" Started smashing the keyboard, and I went, "Here's your fucking bowling song!" And started giving him loads of fingers, and just go mental at this guy. Um,
0: but yeah, but that's definitely part of was, the show, though, isn't it? Surely. Yeah,
1: but it was brilliant. There was a hobo uh, playing banjo. Um, really? throughout it, which was great, and apparently just a random one. He, yeah, he went off to eat squirrel jerky. And, uh, we didn't see him again for a while, but <laughs> he was great. He then also decided to do a song. Um, it was like a little bit, so Stephen Lynch could actually have a three-minute break. The Hobo had done like a banjo solo, uh, which was eight, <sighs> and then turned oh, it into good banjo solo. And then turned it into a really wrong song. Um, <laughs> he ended up doing it called Ragtime Man, um, which is when a lady has that special time of the month, <laughs> he will happily be there <laughs> to, ha- a to have intercourse with her. <laughs> it's a very clever title. <laughs> um, but it, it gets quite seedy, and it was just so funny. Um, but yeah, the whole show was was fantastic. Courtney J, who appears on the record as well, uh, she, was, she was superb. She re- just bounced off him so well. And um, apparently she's got a thing for Scott, Stan, is it for the guy, main guy from Creed? Scott Stapp. Yeah, Scott Stapp. Uh, she's got a massive crush on on him. So right. every other song when um, Stephen Lynch was singing, he would end up going yeah, and just doing the uh, the Creed <laughs> impressions and really winding her up over it. But everyone it can do a Creed impression. Perfect.
0: Even you, because that was all right. Yes. It's just to
1: talk like this. This is exactly yeah. what he was doing. And then he was going on about how the first time he met uh, Courtney, and she was quite a fan of him, so she came running up to him with arms wide open. <sighs> um, boom, boom, <laughs> and it was just so many bad jokes. Um, but, yeah, he was, he was just hilarious the entire way through it. <laughs> really, really good. Um, so if you haven't heard of
0: him, hmm. you've got to go and... Um, is it's he it. on like Spotify and stuff?
1: He's on Spotify and Deezer. Deezer. Um, if you if you download Superhero, it's one of the free albums that he's put up. Oh, um, right. and it's it's super. It's like a live show. Uh, he does, but the Superhero song, which is his big huge, like let's get the crowd participation going. All on, right, okay. He didn't play, and everyone was gutted because basically Superhero, he sits down and he pretends as though he's speaking to a bunch of kids with a guitar, and he's like, "Okay, kids, let's sing a song about superheroes. Now, think of a superhero." And usually, you know people are like, "Oh, yeah, X-ray man," but at a Stephen Lynch gig. It's like Herpes man or Butt sex guy, and it's just and then does he these... just and then he, Yeah, he freestyles it. a Brilliant. song about it all, and it's amazingly funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm quite gutted he didn't play it, but at the same time, he was so funny that I don't really care what I missed out on because he just more than made up for it. Which is nice. Amazing
0: question though. Did he uh, climb up uh, a ladder? That he put into the, uh, and jump off into the crowd. He did not do he a didn't. Watsky. He did not do a Watzki. No. Mate, well, what was that about? Yeah. What was that about? So, last week we talked in length about how he we went to see uh, watsky, uh George Watzki, amazing rapper, poet, all round awesome guy, YouTube legend. Um, yeah, and he put on an amazing show. Interviewed him afterwards, you can go and see it on our YouTube channel. Um, and at one point during the show in Manchester, he decided he'd climb up on top of a speaker stack. And as he got about halfway, the ones at the top clearly weren't really attached very well and they were wobbling. And you could see the thought in his head, like, do I keep going? He carried on trying to climb, but he just wobbled a bit more. And he was like, no, this is a bit too dangerous. I don't want to hurt anyone. And he climbed down. <laughs> I love that he actually yeah. said that as well. He actually said, no, I but, don't yeah. want to hurt anyone, so I'm going to climb off. Yeah, cruising. exactly. <laughs> but... um. He, he's known for that like the, the the last show we did in Manchester he was um hanging off rafters and stuff like that with a low roof so we could climb up and get to it and whatever nothing dangerous so yesterday I think it was Sunday um, he was playing in London at the Warp Tour um, and I think it was Alexander Palace yeah which is massive absolutely mm-hmm. massive Um so really really big show um, And he decided he'd go and find something to climb on, and there was a ladder, one of the little rope ladders you normally see like on big, like festival stages, that the lighting guys would climb up to the lighting rigs to set them. So he decided he'd climb up this ladder, got to the top, climbed out onto the lighting rig, (laughs) and just, you know, band still playing, (laughs) and he's there. Yeah, there's a video of this on YouTube, and he just, you, you can just see his hesitation for about a split second, and he's like. Nah, just gonna do it. Jumps off thirty foot above the crowd. Jumps off into the crowd. Like, yeah, catch me. <laughs> um, yeah, people tried to catch him. People ended up in hospital. Yeah,
1: broken arm, broken <laughs> leg. Yeah. and the other one was knocked unconscious, Jeez. wasn't he? <laughs> the dude and he <laughs> <laughs> Fair play to him, went to the hospital and actually hung around to six apologize. hours. Yeah, <laughs> and he said he was going back. <laughs>
0: so I mean. Obviously, yeah, this video it's it's got something like about one hundred eighty thousand views in the space of of like twelve hours, um, and he'd been a bit he'd been kind of silent on it, but he he posted uh, something to his Facebook where he explained how he felt about it, what was going through his head and stuff. And um, I won't read it all because it's quite long. But if you go and search for Watsky on Facebook or on on Twitter, he's there. It's um, G Watsky on Twitter. G Watsky. Yeah, the letter G. Not you're my G, G, E, E, just G. Um, yeah. And essentially he just says, look, I feel so bad. I'm, I don't know what was going through my head. All I can say is I've always kind of been, when I was younger, he used to be like really nervous with things like that he wouldn't jump, you know, off a diving board or anything like that. So with his shows, with the kind of the buzz and that he gets from the crowd, he's got more and more confidence. So he started doing all these things like crowd surfing, like you said, 10 years ago, we could have never done anything like that. So now he's, it's like he's testing himself, like he's pushing himself more and more each show, and this, there was an opportunity to do kind of the pinnacle of this. And it was a mix of, of you know, it, it, his head wasn't in the sort of place where he could think, this is stupid and dangerous. This was like, this is going to be so cool, because he was just really, really into the show. So I'm just because he didn't shout out, swan dive! Yeah. Swag! <laughs> just Swag. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just and it's, it's then the comments on the Facebook are just full of fans going, "Oh, it's really big of you to um, you know man up to this and just apologise and whatever." And then there's a couple of people like, "You people for real? Like he could have killed someone. He could have killed himself, but he could have killed his fans." And people are like, oh, "Come on! Like the, the guy who had a broken arm, he's going to be able to you know thirty years time. He's going to be, hey kids, guess what what uh, happened? I, I you know Watsky <laughs> broke my arm. And they're going to be what? You Who's know, no, Watsky, Daddy? Is it just." No, <laughs> like I, I still, I still love the guy's music, I, I, and I totally, um, like uh, it's really good that he. You can tell from his apology, he is very genuine. Um, but I'll agree with him in that that was a st- stupid thing anyone could do. Why? Why would that even cross your mind? but I think I probably would do something similar. Yeah, I, I mean, I
1: think if you get the buzz off, like we, you see how much he loved just jumping off into the crowd and how much he, fun he was having yeah. with it. And he was blatantly, like you said, feeling the buzz, clocked the rope ladder and went, "Well, nothing can go wrong with no, this." No, exactly. I, then, I get why why he did it. Because he's quite it. thin; he's not exactly like a fat guy that you know would be, <laughs> be able to be sort of caught. I suppose. Yeah. But he just jumped instead of like trying to get land like vertically, horizontally. Sorry. He just. No, he lands literally. He just looks like he just goes vertically right down, <laughs> just legs akimbo, just feet on just someone, wailing. Yeah. I'm like, wow, <laughs> it was it was bad. But at the same aspect, like I. You know, he wanted to do something yeah. like a little bit better because warped. Obviously, you, you've got the the whole was it going. It's supposed to be a little bit more extremey, and I think it could. I mental. think it could have
0: been any show. I just think that it was just he was enjoying the show. Yeah. And I the thing is, if it if it paid off and he didn't actually hurt anyone, everyone would have been like, "Oh my yeah, god, look at this!" It would have been this. legendary. That was the best thing ever. You have know, people trying to repeat it, <laughs> but that was never going to happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> never really just happened. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like it, it makes me think absolutely no different of him. He's still awesome. I just um, want to see what he's going to do next. So I hope this doesn't tone him down. No, completely. Absolutely. Enough of music. Okay. We haven't talked about games much over the last few weeks, you know. No, because there's, there's, there's
1: been quite a,
0: a short coming, so yeah. to speak. Because but everyone's not anymore. About the, the next gen. Yeah, and which is now upon there. us. Well, let's be fair. It was already upon us because, of course, the Wii U was out, Reg. Sorry? The, the Wii U. Wii U! The Wii U. Doesn't ring any bells. Okay, sorry. Well, the PlayStation 4 got released last week. Ah. Yeah, in America at least.
1: Yeah, and (laughs) quite a few people also had it early as well, which is nice. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The same. The Xbox One is my favourite though. There's a guy. I think we did we chat about this on the pod last week. Not quite sure. There's a guy who uh, pre-ordered an Xbox One, um, and he 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 was dead late ordering it. Basically, he's like, "Oh crap, I'm not going to get one for day one now." Um, and then he ordered it, it Turned literally up. On, like, <laughs> on the Friday, on the Monday. He came home and there was a big box waiting for him. He's like, what's this? And Target had sent through <laughs> all their Xbox One pre-orders early. So he managed to get hold of his, his Xbox One. Wow! And he's like, amazing. Went on there, started showing people how to use it, and he just banned his account. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, fair play. Me. He deserved it for just boasting about it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so we had that fun. And now we've got the fun of the PlayStation 4.
0: Please. Yes. Blue Well, yeah. Um, so um, they sold, apparently, a million units on yeah, day one, which is, which is amazing. Which I was like, that sounds like a lot. And it is a lot. And that's just in North America. Um, before we get into Blue Light of Death, um, I want to talk about... I want to kind of put that into perspective. Because I was... I was like, I don't know. I can't really picture what a, mil- what a million is in comparison to some of the others. Um, however, if you compare it to the PlayStation 3 launch, right? In comparison, the PlayStation 3 uh, on the first day sold 100. In fact, the first week sold 197,000 units. So it's a so hell of an increase. Five times that in the space of one day. Um, yeah, like the before um, before this launch, the Wii um, was kind of the the highest. The highest week one sales and that was on 600,000 but that was released well not worldwide but in about you know in, in a good half a dozen countries Yeah. Um, 325,000 in Europe in the first two days uh, 370,000 in Japan yeah so a lot of people are saying well is Xbox going to be able to live up to it I mean the Xbox 360 sold 326,000 in its first two weeks so it's in comparison to PS3, it did sell more in the first couple of weeks, but it, um, millions a yeah, long way the to go. A lot of people have spent the their money you now. With, with, with
1: the 360 is the fact that the 360 was out a long, long time before the PS3 came out. So in retrospect, that might be why, because that was the first one yeah, that was still, a bit more But then people year. would have had the money to then go and buy another but one. But they wouldn't want and like, Same as yourself, you haven't got a PlayStation 3 yet. <clears throat> No, you, there's quite. If, there's the majority of the gamers once they've got an next-gen console. But I think it's less likely we'll now because
0: you're not going to get people who are going to buy two so close to each other. You you seem to have yeah. Two you'll have split. one or the other now. But I th- I think personally, I, I'll be surprised if
1: Xbox I, make it.
0: I think they'll sell the same. But um, the thing is, it's a it's more of a global launch, isn't it? It's that out in like is it eight, nine in, countries or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The thing, the thing with with the Xbox as well though is the like, it's never
1: really done well over in Asia, or no. like America and Europe has always been the sort of strongest point. Yeah, for Xbox. absolutely. Um, whereas PlayStation just seems to be quite not dominant yeah. everywhere
0: nowadays. And th- and at the end of the day, the difference is the price as well. The the, yeah. the PS3, <clears throat> you know, hundred hundred odd thousand units in in the first week, one hundred ninety seven thousand. Um, it was what six seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it was, it was very expensive. Yeah. Um, so it's I think that's gonna have the same effect. You might find that um like there's the same they take the same amount of money in a space of a day, but they won't sell the same amount of consoles. I no. think that's the likely number um but interestingly, right, what is the highest selling um piece of consumer electronics in week one sales
1: Nintendo Nice. nope um is it a game console
0: um if not, I'm going to go for George Foreman. <laughs> in week the, one. The grill. Not, yeah, just not, not, not George that, Foreman himself. When the George <laughs> Foreman grill came out, it was such a huge hit that everyone had to have it the first week. Yes. Yeah. I really don't think they could have uh, made 8 million George Foreman grills for week one sales. Oh. Um, now, what, uh, I, I, I thought it would be something like an iPhone, and that was close. That was about 5 million in, in one week. However, Xbox Connect. What? 8 million in one week worldwide. Really? Yeah. Um, right, yeah, I was of that, but I would never have true. guessed at that to be honest. No, absolutely, but it's the truth according to IGN. Um but yes, now the other th- the other thing is the launch wasn't without its hiccups.
1: No. <laughs> so it did have quite a few the the main one being apparently this blue light of death. Um which they do keep saying, you know, it it It's fixable, um, and if you can't actually fix it, then don't you worry. Um, They obviously will offer the 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 refund and exchange. (laughs) When they've got more to sell. But it's, along from what I can sort of gather, isn't it the the power output um, that basically isn't consistent enough to to keep everything flowing, so it's basically having a hard time trying to catch it off. Hmm. Um, but apparently it's, it's taken a hell of a lot of time for, for people to actually try and sort it out. Like uh, one of the guys on one of the big gaming sites uh, got the retail box copy, so it wasn't like, here's one to send out to me to make sure everything's okay. all right. He got one off the shelf, um, and basically Paid for an mine. hour, he was literally just inserting a desk, taking out, and inserting a disc, taking out, and inserting a disc, taking out, and inserting a disc. And going through like that until eventually it picked it up and he, it. and he was like, hey, took it off and then eventually it just stopped completely. Hmm. So he was like, oh, um, well, that's a bit rubbish. Um, apparently they've got a fix in place now, um, so that won't happen. But that happened to, I think they said, 4% of... Um, See, that's a lot. So it is considered how, how many be they like, sold.
0: Oh, it's only 4%. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, 4%, 1 in 20 on day one had that problem. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. That is a lot. A lot of unhappy people who've spent, I mean, whatever it was, $450 on a a big uh, expensive brick. Yep, but, right, if you could just say that Sony
1: have a huge list um, that they've been compiling of games that have been requested by fans, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. um, that they like to tease yep, us yep, with, yep. Um, basically, they do. If you could imagine it. Um, what it is, it's just a huge list from people that have been tweeting. Um, asking them basically what they want to appear on the PlayStation format. Um, the biggest title so far has blatantly been Final Fantasy Type-0. It's been a huge hub to try and get this onto the format. Which, yeah, fair play will be great. However, <laughs> what is also up there... Shenmue! <laughs> There's a massive, massive hype that Shenmue will be coming to the PlayStation format. Um, they're not going to let us know if it's going to be like a HD remake um, or if it's just going to be straight ports going to the Vita um, or if, in fact, it could be all three and then Shenmue 3. Um, but all I will say is it's very, very, very exciting. Um, but the the one, the main guys who are actually comp- um, looking after the list um, and Adam Boyes um, is his name, and he was going on a, about how he's so surprised that basically this Shenmue, um has made it so far, mm. um, and he really underestimates the actual the fan the fan base and the power that that's trying to drive Shenmue. Um And yeah, he's he was a really nice guy. He mentioned it, chatted about it quite a bit. Um, he really loves his JRPGs, um, so obviously he was really happy that final fantasy type zero came through okay. um but then he's also loving um the the amount of fans that that has got like over 10,000 mentions um literally like on the space of like the third of each <laughs> month, third of, each month so of course that's what happens but then of obviously course. going through the month itself happens but mm. he said you can always see the spike uh, coming through and um, and yeah he's he's saying that basically it's going to be a, a challenge trying to get it all sorted out uh, due to publishing light licenses and laws, but he said we should hopefully be able to see something soon. Just
0: from what I've heard Sega the people who are dragging their heels. Yeah. Um while sure. we're on the subject of Shemu though, did you um, does uh, have you ever heard of a, com- a comedian? I never have. I'll just intro it by saying that. Have you ever heard of a comedian called Imran Yusuf?
1: Oh he's my favourite For, Yeah.
0: Um well a uh, British comedian and he um is doing basically he's doing a bit of a tour around Asia, He's going to Hong Kong, China, and Japan. Right. Um, And he's a massive Shenmue fan. So he's doing it as the reverse Shenmue pilgrimage. He's gone to Hong Kong, like he's gone to Kowloon. Oh, amazing. So uh, his his Twitter feed, there's just loads of photos of him. Like there's one here. I'm head deep in Shenmue trying to find Landy as I ask. Wan Chai Wadoko Deska. And there's a photo of him standing there.
1: Oh, I've seen that pic, but then yeah. never bothered looking at it properly because I was like, "What?" Because the, the
0: Kowloon right? Mosque pilgrimage continues. I search for the formidable Landy, but he wasn't here. Kowloon. Amazing. There you go. Recognise that? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So um. Really
1: want yeah. to God damn it! It's like I was speaking with one of the um, one of our followers um, on Facebook the other day, Mm. and uh, he was going through basically uh, last week or the week before. I was talking about the the wrestling game, uh, the new one, WWE fourteen or WWE, yeah. Um, and just how great it is for the 30 years of WrestleMania, um, and we we're gabbing about it, doing all the stories, and then we start moving on to game soundtracks. Like, what's what's your favourite game soundtrack? What okay. brings back like your your childhood memories? If you can hear something, like mine would be like the Ocean um, intro for you know, the publisher ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little jingles <laughs> like that and I was like, oh my god and then we started just going like long plays with like Bitmap Brothers um oh, and wow. just things like that, which was like amazing. And then he brought it across to my attention. Um the some guy has actually composed well, cut together a video of the Final Fantasy main theme. Um but done from Final Fantasy One all the way through until six I think it is, which was before it went all digi Um and he's hmm. cut it all together to just compose it as the one and Awesome. It, it goes together really nicely, um, and I was like, oh, the Hasco is one of my favourite themes. But then I remembered that my favourite tune is actually Eris's theme. Um, I absolutely love the Eris's theme um, from Final Fantasy VII. Um, and basically, as soon as I put it on, I was like, oh, God, I need to play that game again. And then a tear sort of <laughs> comes to my <laughs> eyes, and I was like, that's a really sad part.
0: Oh, rage!
1: And then I don't know what's going on with me recently, because Up made me really upset.
0: <laughs> like, I got really emotional through Up. If you if you don't get emotional during the intro to Up, you you're dead inside.
1: Yeah, and Dead Walking Dead, I got quite emotional through <laughs> Walking Dead as well. So, like, yeah, I don't know if we can say much, but like, I, no. with with latest episode, I literally I just nearly weed. That was dead exciting, but it's Glenn. I'm really uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't want to say <laughs> too much. No, don't. But I love that guy. And, like, you know, he's, he's not dead or anything. So I, I bet he's a big so, so, K-pop So, so fan. don't fret. Um, I don't support anything like that. I just, for some reason, things are just triggering with me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Wow. And I don't know if it's this relationship thing that I've got myself into with, with Ash, where she's <laughs> friends and stuff, and i sort of, like, you know, finding myself... This getting relationship girly-fied.
0: thing you've got yourself into. Yeah. How long have you been with this? Just all the time. I think this is why now it's sort of happening. Wow. now. I'm like, uh oh, okay. oh, this isn't good. realistic.
1: So I need to go out and beat up some kittens and stuff just to make Sounds myself good. feel a little bit better. But if you Tentally. found a
0: kitten in a box in a in a cemetery, um, what would you uh, call it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shamu reference. Nice. Really obscure. <laughs> really obscure Shamu reference. <laughs> what? Yeah. What was your favorite? Um,
1: I can't fucking remember now. Oh, <laughs> you call yourself a fan. I know, that's oh, really anyway. shocking, isn't it? Never mind. I know I it, it means warrior
0: out. in English. Wow. <laughs> but um, I genuinely can't remember off the top of my head. But <laughs> while you're on the subject of weird zombie things, The uh, Last of Us. Yeez. DLC.
1: Which is which is going to be really nice. Now, obviously, you've had already had the multiplayer pack um, that's come through. Um, now, what they have done as well is they've released a sort of a prequel um, to The Last of Us in the form mm-hmm. of a graphic novel. Yeah. Um, which is actually really, really good. American Dreams, or yeah, something. American Dreams. Yeah, American Dreams. If you haven't actually watched it, or watched it. if you haven't read it, and you're, you're a massive fan of the game, go back and read it. The story is brilliant. It's basically Ellie and a girl called Riley. Um, Riley plays a big part in the graphic novel, like a huge part in it. Right. And right. this is actually sort of coming across into the into the add-on um so basically you get to play as ellie the entire the way through so the bond that you had with uh, joel and ellie in the main game they're hoping you're going to be able to have that exact same sort of bond with ellie and riley in the dlc it's going to be quite a lengthy dlc as well which is really nice um the game itself is superb so i imagine the dlc is going to be fantastic as well um so i'm really looking forward to that and also just to tease us even more Naughty Dog have announced a, uh, a teaser for the My next Uncharted series. Um, which, which might not really have nice Nathan Drake in it. No. I, I don't know. It potentially it, it could, but depending on where they're going from, people are saying that it's going to start... Drifting apart from the actual the main series, um, and it's going to be quite a bit concentrating like on the graphic novels and stuff like that, and the comics okay. they have been released of Uncharted. Like when he says, "It's been fifteen years. Uh, you've left me in this ruin, and you know now it's time for me to, to have a comeback, um, and he wants his revenge." This guy who's having voice who's voicing over the trailer. Right. You don't know who it is. He doesn't say who he is. Um, but basically, the the saying it's a guy. I think it's uh, Mark Doughty. I think his name was. In the um, in the comic or the graphic novel, I can't quite remember. I'm pretty sure it's it's Mark Doughty, uh, Michael Doughty, sorry, um, in it. And yeah, he's an awesome character in the comics. If you haven't again read him, read him because I don't want to spoil too much about it. uh, But he's fantastic. And that time difference makes sense um, in that aspect. And I'm hoping that's the way they do go with it. Um, It's really good. They don't show anything in the trailer, um, gameplay wise. They're basically just going around a map. Uh, with writing and going through, it's just literally a little teaser trailer. Yeah, uh, say they, about a they are doing it, but I mean, I expected it obviously for PlayStation Four they were going to do an Uncharted, but it was just a really, really weird event they decided to announce. It's it like the Spike TV PlayStation Four launch. Yeah. I was like, if you're going to do it, you yeah. know, it's not going to be coming out. I reckon until about what 2015 and 16. It's, it's PlayStation Four it's launch. Be very late. Yeah, it's, I could see so, that. Yeah. yeah, but if you're going to do that and then
0: leave people waiting for two years. <laughs> I think it we... just makes people get really excited about the fact, okay, PlayStation 4 is out, and I may buy one in future if I haven't bought one today. I think
1: what you really would have done is done it the night before the, or like maybe a couple of days before
0: the Xbox One launch, if that's what they were sort of going to go yeah. for. oh, there'll be something. But, although, <laughs> with blooming Microsoft trying to be all like nice, pally-pally, good sports, I retweeted a, a picture they put up on Twitter, and it was like, congratulations, Sony, on your successful launch. Yeah, like, only wow. because when
1: we won't be able to match those figures, exactly. please don't have a go at us. Yeah, that's. Or... it's got
0: to be setting that up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at, there's a massive part me just hoping it's just really nice, gentlemanly. Yeah, uh, way to do. It. I no, know I would not. love
0: them to coexist because end of the day they kind of do. Yeah, there's enough exclusives on each one to make me kind of feel like I'd want both. Yeah, I, I I do want a PlayStation. Just I can't afford to have a PlayStation minute, but I know that time's coming soon, and the amount of games that I really have to play just massive yeah
1: I've got about fifty six of them or probably 60 not, yeah. up <laughs> there that you need to play
0: yeah, exactly just yeah you'll be my uh, my blockbuster
1: yeah that will be your PlayStation home yeah
0: Um you can play the game wow and uh, happy birthday to worms
1: yeah yesterday they were 18 years 18 old 18 years old actually I genuinely can't believe it's that long ago no, it's but then when I think crazy. about then
0: how old I was 18 years ago, I'm thinking, actually, yeah, it was about right. I mean, think about it. You probably think, like, Lemmings. That that I could easily believe was 20-plus years ago. Yeah. And Worms was literally just a kind of, uh, you know, an edit. It's kind of the same graphic style, probably the same engine and everything as Lemmings, the original Worms, because mm. it was just the blocky, wasn't it? So, why not, you know?
1: It's just, yeah. bad because I remember playing, like, years ago, like, when I first came out, I remember playing it so vividly as well. Mm. I remember our oh, Chris, oh. Like my brother, we used to play a, load, like, play a lot, and I remember one day he completely lost it with me at school holidays because uh, I just battered him. It must have been, like, 8-0. <laughs> um, and he just launched it into the bin. And basically started beat me up, <laughs> um, like you know the really brotherly thing to do. Of course. And then afterwards we got basically frog marched downstairs. You're not allowed to computer anymore, man, 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 man. For a bit. So we stayed in the bin. Right. They completely forgot about it, and we had to empty the bin for the bin men to come. And the bin men took the game away. And it was no. only when I seen the bin emptied I was like, No! But back then it was mm-hmm. literally you could have like one, two games a year. You have one for your birthday and one for Christmas, <laughs> and that was it. So Cut I was like, it. But. Our it's not my fault. It's not as though like I got rid of it or anything. Chris threw in a and, and I bitched and moaned. And probably cried a little bit just to make sure I got it, and I, I did get it back. But I got okay. the Worms United version instead. That oh, the, yeah, uh, of course. The add-on pack with it as well. Yeah. Which was ace.
0: I think I properly got into Worms or Worms too, to be fair, and it, you know, dropped right. up a notch. But I was a, a, an absolute demon with the ninja rope.
1: See, that's what Worms World Party for me is the best Worms game. Yeah. The, that they've created. Yeah. Mainly because this sheer scale of the um, opportunities. You and could online do. was great and it worked it flawlessly. It was superb. <laughs> and we had the <laughs> best was... game mode ever. It was the rope race. Yeah. Um, and you could just create mazes and you go online and play it. And we used to do so many where you can't fight. You literally just had your minute go to try and get around these really intricate, detailed maps mm-hmm. to the start to finish. And there was so much fun to do. Really, really, really fun. We had, like, a proper really good online community back then. It was superb. There was no, like, giving each other abuse and stuff like that. It was literally just all Well, because you
0: you didn't have um, voice chat. (laughs) That's all it is. The advent of voice chat. that it's Ruined everything for everyone. Because now you get, like, eight-year-olds just effing and blinding at you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's all it is. (laughs) <laughs> um, right, I'm consulting my uh, Steve, the the list that Steve disapproves of here, and I'm seeing um, a one-word topic, and it says Noah. <sighs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is that about? Okay, um, give some uh, <laughs> give a little bit of clarification. What the heck yeah, you're talking so about? so
1: basically, I was on IGN just scoping up some news. Um, and then while I was on there I seen this, this picture like on the side saying like, 30 odd thousand people are, are reading this thing and it was just Noah so I, and I was like is that Russell Crow? and then I thought oh no they're doing a spoof of Noah was <laughs> my first sort of reaction like, yeah no, this must it to be like a funny or die thing or something Yeah, uh, it, it's not can you believe that actually doing a Noah film? A film of Noah and New York. <laughs> so basically, Russell Crowe and... Is, is his daughter Emma Watson? Yeah, or I think is, so. Or uh, the family member of Emma Watson? Um, and it's, it looks as though... They, I can't get my head around if it's the actual animals he's taken on board. It and it only is. animals. Or if it is literally people I, as well I think so because there's a massive war going on between them all and people want to get between on between him and Ray Winston hi- yeah <laughs> Ray Winston what a weird why Noah uh, I'm it, getting it, on that arc and there ain't nothing it, you can do to yeah. stop me they've won up the apple and pears yeah. so it's just it's just shocking I can't believe like, I honestly all the way through it was just expecting a jokey comment or like one the guys for funny or die or college humor or something yeah, to walk out.
0: Like, Russell Crowe just turns the camera, oh, it looks like it's gonna rain.
1: Yeah, just something ridiculous, but instead I got something ridiculous for the wrong reasons. Okay. It's an actual film, the bringing out, the bringing out fucking Noah's Ark. <laughs> Noah's Ark. I mean, we were talking about this in the pub last night, and just how unbelievable it, it actually is. It's, of all the stories to choose, it's Out of a
0: Bible story, it it's it, it it's it seems more like it that is a story, than, yeah. Than you know, one of the the things they say in the Bible actually happened, if you believe it did. But it seems more of like a you know a parable, like oh you know this happened because I don't know. For there to be a boat where they have all the animals on, and then they have what? Like I don't know. I've I've read it, so I don't know how many people on there, but let's say ten people, and the entire world then gets repopulated from it. Yeah, of There's all the different of, races, lots of and, flaws in in that. Um, yeah, in that. See, story. I
1: never I never clocked on to that when I was a kid. When you used to have to sing the little tune, do you reckon that's going to be the theme song? Yeah, like the introduction. Who
0: built the ark? But they'll get some rock bands, they'll get, like, Creed oh, to do it. fucking
1: are. yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. See, I'd go pay to watch it if was the case. Just for that. If not? only that was the case. Um, but, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. No. No, no, Unfortunately. no. Unfortunately. However, something I would like to see...
0: Is... Is Preacher. Woo! I'm so excited.
1: I can't believe that just randomly came up happening. I'm happy
0: that, it's, that it may be happening. Uh, well, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely in my top five um, comic series of all time. I love it. Preacher. Um, story of Jesse Custer, who is a um, kind of womanizing, alcoholic, um, chain smoking preacher. Um, I, was, I was like, yeah. Are you talking about me until you came <laughs> back <by> preaching? <laughs> <a bit? laughs> Unless I preach about oh, Shamu a lot, so technically you do. It could be about Yeah. Um, and basically, um, an angel and a demon make a baby, uh, and that baby then possesses him. Um, <laughs> up until that bit, it sounded like you when, like, your kid has come up and go, like, a baby.
1: What? How do babies get made? Well, an, an angel, angel and a
0: demon. <laughs> so, that happens, they, he, he, gets, uh, he gets possessed by this Baby, demon, angel thing, um, and then he has uh, basically the power of the word of God. So he can say, tell people to do things, and they do it. Like there's a one of my favorite little bits in it. There's um, there's a bunch of people who are trying to track him down, and one of them, he they're kind of by a beach, and he just turns to him and says, count every last grain of sand on that beach. Um, so because he's told him to do it, he goes and does it, and then literally probably about 30 to 40 issues later. Um, You've completely forgotten about him, and then it just comes back to him, and he's there with this big bushy beard. Um, just, and he's just like, 8 billion 43, I'm done. And he's finally done, and he's free of that. So it's just quite a nice <laughs> little callback. <laughs> but literally, anything like that. Um, it's basically um, it's a road trip of um, him, his ex girlfriend Tulip, who's now a hit woman, um, yep. and a uh, British vampire called Cassidy, um, basically trying to get vengeance on God. It is very twisted. Yeah. It's um, great. But God's not the benevolent God that everyone thinks he is. He's like, um, he, he's a bit of a bar steward. Yeah. Um, just the stories that are, are out there give people the wrong impression of him. They think he's all good. So he, because of what's happened with this demon angel baby thing, he's uh, left heaven and he's just chillaxing on earth just waiting for it all to blow over in the Winchester. Um, nice. So, yeah, uh, just, just so many weird and twisted and completely wrong little kind of side stories in it. Um, it's amazing that it's going to get made, but I just really hope they do it right. Yeah, they need to do it justice. It's AMC, so it's on cable in the States, and that means a lot. Anything on, on actual their version of Terrestrial, or NBC, ABC, CBS, um, not even allowed like swearing on nothing it's just really really kind of really bad but cable it's just the wild west hbo especially but amc's obviously walking dead Mad Men, anything like that it, they, you know breaking bad way more kind of free with that they can do pretty much whatever they want who would you have playing i have no idea really have no idea it would be kurt russell it's too old no far too old but the, the weird thing is the person who's involved in it um Everyone reckons, um, and it seems to be making sense. Is Seth Rogen? Um, He yeah, yeah, (laughs) he tweeted uh, something like, "Finally, after seven years of trying, one of my all-time favourite stories, um, we we may actually be getting close to making it." And then um, the next tweet was um, like, obviously, no one really knew exactly what that was going to be. Then he tweeted three characters' names, um, one of which I can't say, but one of the greatest characters ever. Made, Do you know who I mean. I think I know who you're on about. Say say it, because I just can't, because it's rude. Arse face. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Basically, he's a kid who tries to shoot himself with a shotgun.
1: Oh God, yes. yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Yeah, in the face. Yeah.
0: But he manages to live, <laughs> but he walks around not being able to speak properly, just drooling everywhere with just a massive crater in his face. <laughs> so tweeted his name because um, he's got
1: a cover to himself as well as yeah. one of the issues. Of yeah, the
0: issues. yeah um, that's right well saint of killers um who is like kind of um essentially was a cowboy who who went around killing lots of people so he's become the saint of killers because of all the killing okay. um basically yeah so that kind of cemented the deal i was like right he's got to be involved i doubt he's acting in it he's probably producing maybe writing yeah um i, I wouldn't be surprised if he played one of the characters along the way one of the like you know in, like, two or they three episodes. Sam, yeah. yeah, Yeah, probably a bit more than a cameo. He might have a recurring sort of part in it, one of Cassidy's mates or something like that. But it, it, it'd just add a little bit of kind of levity to the whole thing, wouldn't it, if it was someone like that in it? Yeah. But I really hope... I f- first of all, I hope that it's kind of, not even the start, but kind of continuation of some of these really amazing comic book series coming to the, the small screen. Like... I just, I'm still waiting for why The Last Man. That's the one I've (laughs) seen. Just, that would be, that would be such a good TV show. Yeah. No question about it. Um, But then, so with this, as long as it's done right.
1: And Bedlam, I'd love to see Bedlam as well. Yeah.
0: Bedlam would be an awesome series. Speaking of which... uh, Mm,
1: I I wish there was just a place we can find out more information about yeah. about these sort of graphic novels and comics. Yeah, Maybe some like kind of some festival, yeah,
0: or? some yearly kind of festival convention type thing. Um, Just let me have a think yeah. about this. A thought. A thought. Yeah. <gasps> Wait a minute. It's the longest... Out segue that was a really drawn out so, yeah, segue Next weekend <laughs> is Thought Bubble Festival. This in, weekend. Um, well, next, yeah, the next weekend that's coming up, so this weekend. It is the next weekend. You're weird, you're like Ash with this. Next weekend is not the weekend coming up now. It's both. The weekend after. It's either. Ne- when's the next weekend? The one coming up. No, because that's this weekend. But when is the actual, physically, the next weekend? Yeah, but happened. I can't, I can't have a argument it. with you when, when, you, when you play you Inverted. Of course. Oh, don't even get me started about Inverting the controllers. Um, exactly. Thought Bubble in Leeds, and it's a Comic-Con, but in the truest sense of the, the word. None of this Comic-Con where you got, like, it's the star of Primeval, and it's Warwick Davis, and all that. <laughs> Love it for you, Warwick Davis, now for Thought <laughs> Bubble. No um, reason. No. He's just
1: going to start his own like sketch show or sketch comic. Sketch comic.
0: Sketch comic. Comic where he sketches. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> it's a comic about him yeah. sketching a comic. But um, it's, I'm very, very, very excited because the amount of people who seem to be at these other comic cons we go to, like MCM, I don't know, most of them, I don't know why, but I don't have that much interest in seeing, but going down the list... It's massive. It's there's so many amazing people there. Like some of the biggest comics that are that are going at the minute, are so Saga, um, and Hawkeye, um, Young Avengers, the people who write and draw them, they're all there. So Matt Fraction, David Aha, um, Fiona Staples. Oh, just the the list, as far as I'm concerned, is endless. Um, and I'm very excited. But also Nick Spencer and Fraser Irving gonna be there again. Woo. Yeah, which is awesome. We'll say hello. Um just Brilliant! Oh, and Ethan Nicole, who does um, acts cop, cop. Reds is oh, very God excited, about that. Yeah. Dead get excited little, about that. Yeah, very excited about that. get a little, a little Axe cop sketch. Oh, hell yeah! Got it. I
1: was gutted when he he done them for Christmas last year on their website. Mm. You could go up and you could have sketches done, and, them, and yeah. I got my mate one done for Christmas, and it looked amazing. And as soon as it got delivered, I was like, oh, I need to get one for me. And then it was too late. Then he stopped doing them, and I was like, Well, you oh. can get one done in person. So now I'm gonna have to get what one done get? in person. What would you get? What would you actually get? I think I would have to have one of him holding Uni Baby by the horn, because <laughs> um, I love Uni Baby. Although I also love his T Rex. There's one of those I've about actually, I'll go Google it. About four or five ideas that I really okay. want done. Um, yeah, but I think when I'm there, I'd be like, "Can you just choose one of these, please, yeah. and draw it?" Because I've got so many ideas I really want. But I think it would be Ace. Brilliant. Yeah. I love him. Um, yeah, if you don't know Axe cop basically, just a very quick analogy. Um, it's a, it's two brothers. It started off with, um, so it was um, Ethan and his his baby brother. His baby brother was uh, the, the th- the story writer, <laughs> and Ethan was <laughs> literally the he was like
0: three or four at the time, wasn't he? Or yeah. Something.
1: So it's it's basically it was a cop that was um, on on beat and he was walking down the street, found a an axe like a fire axe, and. Um, he picked it up and became Axe Cop, mm-hmm. and the stories are just like that. So He like just a, said
0: to his brother, "Right, what, what, what's the characters? What do you want to happen?" And he just tells him, and he draws them.
1: And you can tell it, it is very, very childish, but it's so good at the same time because kids have the best imagination. It's, it's not like really harsh and like naughty. It's, it's all clean and all dead random. Obviously, there's lots of heads being chopped off, so it's not that clean, but um, there's no, no swearing stuff. It's literally just all dead funny, dead random. Completely yeah. out of your head. And there's a baby that baby that's a unicorn on. Yep, uni-baby um, who's amazing. Avocado cop. <laughs> um, there's, there's, just just there's so many amazing sidekicks. Uh, it's it's unreal. Um, and he's got a, um, a T-Rex called Wexter um, who has like machine guns and stuff, oh and yeah. he uses them
0: quite often. And uh, there's um, um, an hour TV series of it as well, which hasn't come over to the UK yet, but it's on it's itself. great. However, I do
1: prefer someone on YouTube that actually made their own and uh, narrated over yeah, it, right. and that was done before. It's like a motion comic thing, and it was yeah. done before the TV Digital series. Cartoon. And the voiceover for that is amazing. <laughs> um, I'll have to put a link up for it somewhere because it's just so good. You need to watch it. Ace. It's it's brilliant. Topic. So
0: before we go, should we just do one more thing? which just one more thing. is quite a uh, it's n- it's not one of our usual like you've never heard of this before because everyone has heard about this yeah because we did cover it as well um in a pod i, th- I don't know whether we did. did i think we had it on the list and we never talked about it
1: did we not because i'm sure we talked about it and i was going Maybe about the back- backlash that they got for it and so the comments of ign were saying like how just wrong
0: and sick some readers can actually be um, I don't know. Wait, are we talking about the same thing here? Backyard. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that. Yeah, man. Wow. Loads
1: of people going on saying how it's unfair that only people of their like that can actually have their dreams fulfilled. Who <laughs> actually cares about? <laughs> no, who cares he about not, them? We did not talk about this because at the end of the day, they're not going to know. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be able to talk about it. Basically, week, they won't be here.
0: Make a Wish <laughs> Foundation. There's a kid who was diagnosed with cancer, and now I think he's in remission. Um, yeah, but he's beat it. His, his, um, his wish was to be Batman, which isn't that the wish of all of us? Um, so, they got together um, with the city of was it San Francisco, San Francisco um, and put together this whole Batman story for him, where he'd have to defeat the Riddler and stuff, and he yeah. got the key to the city, going to Batmobile. Um, Save the uh, San Francisco. Yeah, but this properly went viral, and you know they asked for volunteers and tens of thousands of people turned up just to cheer him on. Um, and to be honest, from the videos I've seen, it looked like there were too many people. That's the only downside of it. Literally, the streets were just lined as far as the eye could yeah. see with people just cheering back Kid on. Um, I mean, it's amazing for him, but if he was... I don't know whether he believed it was happening, do you know what I mean? Or whether he was like, oh, I know that there's people just acting. I don't know how old I'm he is. I'm pretty
1: sure... I'm pretty sure he knew it anyway.
0: Yeah, he's just like, this is great, I get to do this. Because that's, for me, would have taken it out. Maybe I'm just too logical. <laughs> I think it's there.
1: also because you're the, the 30, you're not like five, There's like 70,000
0: people <laughs> on the side of the street in Batman movies. <laughs> that's me when I'm six. Right, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but people were complaining, why can't this happen to me?
1: Yeah, so basically, going back a few weeks ago when they first announced they were doing this and asking for the help, IGM put it up on um, one of their posts um, saying, like, how amazing is this? It's such a good idea. And I was like, that it really is. You go into the comments and you forget just how sick some people are. Um, Unless
0: you're a One Direction fan.
1: Yeah, uh, it was basically like that, but aimed at this kid, um, and San Francisco. There was guy, a guy who go in. By the time I managed to get home, because I live in San Francisco, like in the city centre, he said, "By the time I get home, um, after being stuck in the traffic, that kid will actually be dead. What is the point in this?" And hey. there was just so many people, like just no need. launching into it, and I'm like, "It's it's wrong, it's sick. I mean, I have a twisted." sense of humor but not even I found that funny I was like that's just wrong
0: the thing the thing I, I mean I did hear people going, why are they spending all this or putting all this attention on one kid when there's so many others that are you know that are dying and want their wish found but well you gotta look at this is the biggest publicity that that make a wish foundation I think ever had yeah the the website crashed because people couldn't you know people were going on to try and donate so the amount of money they've got off this that'll, that'll help other people it's just it's doing something that big that suddenly now put the focus on them. So yeah, yeah that that's so why. So
1: what you're saying we need to do is we need to try and copy Make a Wish, where well we can try and help make some dying kid's dream come true. So
0: we. Okay, so if you listen to our podcast and uh, are diagnosed with a terminal disease, and you really like Shenmue, <laughs> <that> <laughs> we can do that. Oh jeez, <laughs> that'll be us. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we so you do it. a Kickstarter for it. Yes. Okay. I think we should do this. Yeah. Should, oh. no, let's not. Let's just geek out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Dan. I've been Reg. Time to geek out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>